This is episode four on Mindset with El Dusty. Welcome to On Mindset. My name is Matthew Naderi. This is a show where I sit down with amazing and talented artists and share with you their creative process, challenges, and mindset. Yo, what is up? This is episode four on Mindset. Today, my guest is a talented DJ and producer by the name of L. Dusty, a.k.a. DJ Dust. This was a special interview for me, and um, I hope it will be for all of you listening as well. Um, I've known Dusty for a while, a friend of mine, and um, ever since I've known him, just a hardworking, talented guy, always busy, always just into something. And um, right now, Dusty's kind of carrying the flag with this new fusion genre called New Cumbia, and is totally you know, leading the way with this uh, movement right now. Um, he currently has a record deal with Universal Records on their After Club label, and was recently listed by Rolling Stones magazine as one of their 10 new artists that you need to know. Dusty's just one of those guys who truly lives in the studio. He's constantly creating music, working on tons of projects, and you can just get a real sense of his work ethic um, throughout the interview. He shares his process on making music, some studio habits that he's developed you know, throughout his career. And we talked a little bit um, about the importance of a solid support team and you know what that means to him. We discuss adversity, gratitude, and just a lot more throughout our conversation. My favorite quote from Dusty in this interview, it was inspiring to realize that nothing lasts forever. You got to really take advantage and really give it 100% every single time. So here we go. This is my conversation with El Dusty on Mindset. All right. So today on the show, uh, super excited, friend of mine, super producer, team leader, Artist, Peligrosa, member, locals only, corpus made, entrepreneur. What else don't don't you do, man? Uh, DJ Dust, aka L Dusty. How are you, man? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for uh, letting us conduct this interview in your studio. Anytime, please come through. Anytime. Again. Word up. Um, so you're making a lot of noise right now. Uh, I know you're moving around, performing everywhere. Uh, you know, big singles, Que La Pasa, Trapanera, uh, and now Cumbia Anthem. Um, so how are you kind of processing everything right now? Like what's going on with the ride? Um, well, you know, back here in Corpus is pretty quiet. We get to kind of, I get to kind of just chill and work on music and, and do a few gigs here and there. But, um, you know, over there, it, you know, the label deal is like kind of, it's moving re- moving really good. You know, every time I drop a single, they put it out, they they push it for me and, you know, it, it, it gets a pretty good response. So, uh, you know, can't complain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, word up. It's slower than usual. I mean, slower than it used to be uh, by just like, you know, oh, finish the song. Let's put it out right now. Yeah. You know it's I mean? uploaded. Like, let's con. put it out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, it's definitely a process, but... Um, you know it's cool uh, yeah I, I dig it and i'm learning a lot of stuff and and hopefully you know just use it for my career later on and and you know just try, trying to take in as much as i can and and learn everything and apply it to the next thing i'm doing right you know? dope uh so let's take it back a little bit uh what was you know uh your upbringing like uh was music like a big part of your household any musicians in your family um, I mean, the, not necessarily my, my parents just like really liked, they had really good taste in music. Uh, my dad liked a lot of rock music and, um, 
oldies like the chicano soul kind of stuff and my mom was really into like tejano cumbia and that whole south texas spanish mexican mexican american type thing and uh my brother my older brother was into a lot of like rock and uh then whenever rap came around and, and he was into the whole like gangster rap kind of thing and and uh he showed me all, all kinds of music and so i kind of just took my take on whatever you know at that time it was hip-hop that i was really into and uh like east coast stuff or whatever and like in the 90s or and and that's what i was doing you know when i got my turntables and stuff like that i was djing like you know the far side and artifacts and all that kind of stuff so it was cool so where was the influence like what you know uh what caused you or made you like pick up turntables or djing like where'd that come from uh man i I mean dude ever since i was really little i wanted to be a dj i wanted to be i saw like the scratching and stuff like that uh when i was like in fourth grade we moved to miami for a little while it was like in 1990 bright whenever the the like my like miami scene was just like booming you know like miami bass was was going crazy and um we moved out there and my brother was like 18 years old, you know, or 16 years old and just like in high school and everything, having parties and stuff like that. They were bringing over all their friends' cars and they were like gutting the the speakers, you know, I mean, the, the back seats and putting speakers in. I mean, at that time it was just like, invent, like that was getting invented, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was pretty cool. I, I took a lot from that. I mean, I was totally impressed by this guy who came over one day and like, uh, he was a DJ from one of my brother's parties and he had like the big anvil cases and the speakers and all that stuff. And I was just so into that like culture of like uh, records and, and tapes and, you know, just like that whole thing was just like really intriguing to me. So um, I had saved like this little uh, cutout of like a DJ in a box type thing. It was like in one of those like rap magazines or something. I had saved it out. I mean, I think it was like $500. I'll never, I'll yeah. never really forget it. My, I had asked my dad and I, I put it in my dad's like a uh, nightstand thing. And it was there for like three years, dude. Like literally that piece of paper had, I sat it there and I was like, you gotta get this for me. You know? And he was just like, nah, man, you're third grade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and so like, you know, a couple years later, probably, um, probably like three years later my brother came home one day him and his friends like jacked a set of turntables from like a quinceanera and it was they brought home three three technique 1200s and like a realistic radio shack mixer and uh they i mean man it was like i was blown away you know i was like whoa this is like happening in my house right now you know <laughs> and all his buddies were there they were all like these big gangster dudes and whatever and all hanging out and i'm just like dang you know like this is awesome i'm gonna get to mess with these things and the first thing he said was like don't come in my room when i'm not here <laughs> yeah, yeah. like don't mess with these things or whatever and dude like i don't know i mean i just got on them and like immediately knew how to do stuff with them you know i knew how to scratch i knew how to like uh figured out the process like i don't know it just really happened really fast and then he was just like uh, i'm gonna start working you know we're gonna i'm gonna get you gigs you know and and he started booking me like in teen dances and all these kind of things and little guest spots at, at all these like little raves and things that were happening around then. And, um, dude, it was just, you know, it was really cool. That was, that was like kind of like how we started DJing here in Corpus. Right. Um, and, and then I learned like from the raver dudes, like throw your own parties and doing all this kind of stuff, you know? So mm -hmm. it was cool, man. It was a cool ride. Nice, nice. Um, so, I mean, I've known you for a while and, uh, you know, I followed, you know, you work on tons of projects to, from like, I think IH5 was when I first, you know, uh, met you. And, uh, you know, from there to El Sancho, which 
is personally still one of my favorite projects <laughs> that you that you worked on. Uh, of course, you're still rocking Master Blaster, mm -hmm. and now of course you know the Almighty El Dusty project that you got going on. Uh, what changes uh, in your growth, like uh, from an artist standpoint, uh, do you think you've gone through um, throughout the way? Uh, well, I mean, like picking up things from my production style, you know, like mm -hmm. trying to learn techniques and, and technology that comes out, you know, I mean, I'm old enough to like kind of see like things being invented. And and, and uh, when I first started making music, you know, I had the I, I bought an MPC. I had the records. I, I mean, uh, I mean, I had the turntables. And uh, I started, <clears throat> my mom had all these compilation CDs of uh, oldies songs. And I would go through them and I would just listen to them all, dude. Like, I don't know, I was obsessed with those CDs. There were like a thousand of them. I don't know, they were like <laughs> Time Life, whatever, you know what I mean? And like, but it had like all these songs that people were sampling, you know? And, and I was like, dang, so this is where this comes from. I was just kind of figuring it out on my own, man, you know? Like, and, uh, and, and that, uh, like I was like okay so this is how they're making this is where it comes from how, how do I put it together and like make a beat out of it or whatever mm -hmm. you know and, and or, or make my own songs to stuff like this or whatever and then um, a couple years later an uncle of mine passed away and my mom ended up getting all his records and he was like a DJ since he was like I don't know how old and he he uh, I never really like got to like hang out with him or whatever I was too young when all this was going on but um he collected this. He was like a really eclectic dude, and and I think he was from Beeville, and uh, he just had like you know. I mean, man, I probably picked up like thirty thousand records from this dude, you know. So, uh, and a lot of them were Spanish and and uh, like Spanish soul, not necessarily like Spanish like Durangente or Tejano or anything like that, or even Cumbia. It was just a a lot of like soul stuff, and so I started making beats with all those records, you know, and, and, uh, um, sampling the majority, just Spanish stuff and trying to change it, make it into rap and, 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 uh, make, you know, use those Spanish samples as, as if like the, you know, Dre and Puffy and all these dudes were ma making beats at the time, uh, the same way they do with the soul samples, you know? Right. So I guess along the way, what would you say if you had any habits, like good productive habits, what, what have you like kind of developed uh, throughout your career? Uh, man, I know I went to art school and, and, and I, you know, for a little while and we learned like a bunch of shortcuts, right? you know? And so <laughs> I think that's like my, my, one of my like, uh, real pluses is that I, 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 uh, once you learn like shortcuts, they kind of go across the board for every program, you know? And like, man, I can just like kind of fly through it because I don't have to move my hands ever, you know? And so I just throw something down and just start, you know what I mean? And. And uh, I'm, I got, I'm pretty fast at what I do. And like, I, I know how something's going to sound, you know, like I can get a, I have a general idea of how it's going to sound, um, you know, so I don't have to like waste a lot of time, like on things or whatever, you right. know, I, I picked up that, um, how to, how to work with different people in the studio, like uh, singers and stuff like that. You got to talk to them a whole different way than you talk to, you know, a dude that's just like, uh, in there playing. Uh, bass or, or whatever you know right like, well everybody's the same everybody has like a you know that like soft ego that you can't it's like i mean they're in there you're writing you're playing music man you know it's like mm -hmm. you're you're putting what's in your what's inside of you on you're letting people hear it you know as, right. as like weird as that sounds but like i mean that's what it is it's like you're it's like really <laughs> it's really like <laughs> it, i don't know how to explain it yeah, but it's yeah. like it's like dude you're like 
writing a story or whatever and then you're saying hey look this how cool this how do how cool do you think this is you know it's like instant judgment you know right so um I don't know, man. I just kind of figured out how to separate what I think is whack and and not waste any time on that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of my big deals too. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, just uh, I, I like to make a lot of different styles, and uh, a lot I've worked with a lot of different dudes that showed me different kinds of things uh, and different kinds of rhythms, and and uh, you know, trying to just pick up different things from different people and 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 apply them to whatever I'm doing. Right. Yeah, I mean, so just sitting here and watching you, you know, uh, you're working on a track a little while ago and just seeing how you breeze through it, I mean, totally makes sense what you're saying. Like, mm. it's crazy how just like little bits of shortcuts can make you that much more efficient yeah. and, you know, it's cutting time. So faster, yeah. yeah, that's pretty dope. So what would, you, would you say you had any bad habits that you kind of let go of, like throughout throughout the process as well? Um, I have a bad habit of not finishing stuff. Uh, I mean, I guess that's everybody's bad habit. It's yeah. just like it never stops, but... Um, I mean, man, I have thousands of beats, you know, like so many beats from every year that just, um, never get done, you know, but yeah. then, and, and then I'll, I'll, something will happen where I'll like, oh man, uh, and then all of a sudden it's done and like I'm using it and, it, you know, whatever, you know, or, or, or I'll take drums from a whole session and just use them on something else, you know, right. and, yeah. um, and mix and match things or, or pull up a sample that I haven't played with since like, you know, uh, 2000 <laughs> or something, you know what yeah. I mean? And remake the beat and it's just like, oh, it's a totally different style now, the different drum sounds. And I mean, I'm not, I never really like throw anything away. I just kind of recycle a lot of different things. Right. And, and use it over and over again or, or not over and over again, but use it again and or find what fits better, you know, mm -hmm. like some of the samples that I have like, I've used them a couple of times. Like I think one of the ones that I, I played a minute ago for uh, JoJo is like a old song that we had back in the day, but we redid it and it just like it's a new type of beat, you know, a new a new genre, a new tempo, a new everything. So it just kind of and then it sounds, works. Yeah, and then yeah. it works. Now it works, you know. Yeah. So back then we weren't ready for it, but now I was like, yeah. Okay. I think that's sometimes it's kind of like the process, you know, like. Uh, you you may we may think of him as unfinished but it kind of like is an idea box and then, mm -hmm. you know you just pick yeah. it up later yeah, it's like oh shit arsenal, this, yeah, yeah it's pretty dope um so let's talk about that a little bit like what is your kind of creative process do you have like a specific method that you usually start with like when you're producing a track like walk us through mm. like maybe you start with the sample maybe start it's the drums the, i definitely start with a sample i mean I like to like stay up all night and download drum packs and sound, you know, all kinds of things that just to hear stuff and and take drums from or whatever. And uh, and then I'll either start making beats with that stuff like that or um, majority of the time I've always just started with a sample. You know, I, I had back in the day when I had the MPC and stuff like that, it was like you just start with a sample, you chop it up and make like your little music melody and then you kind of like put kicks and drum and snares over it and stuff like that that's kind of how, how I, I take it now on ableton is i'll drop a song in there and just kind of like put it on time find the parts that i think are cool and maybe like chop it up and make a, def a different pattern out of it or, or just use a little stab or use a vocal or whatever and make some kind of you know beat now i'm like you know playing my sets and it's kind of different than just playing like a regular dj set you know we like uh you gotta have you know, and now the audience is like used to a certain kind of thing. So you try to, you kind of like can figure out what's going to happen next, you yeah. know? Um, and so like, 
oh man i need like a torque beat for the set you know right. and i'll make a torque sample or make a torque beat and then put a cumbia sample in there and right. <laughs> i'm done <laughs> but That's like it. you know like that kind of thing is like I, I like as the year goes by you see i'm so open format that's like okay well at this time i'm playing this kind of music and making this kind of stuff and then making these kind of edits or whatever and then i'm switching to this kind of thing and and whatever and then at the end of the year i have all this crap that i can play you know what i mean and and it just and i've things that i've collected and then in an hour i'll go through you know five or six different genres where you know i don't really get bored Mm -hmm. playing you know so i mean yeah i mean i know you're definitely well seasoned i mean you know every uh you've you know everything (laughs) (laughs) you know know every genre (laughs) in the world right uh but like how different is it from you know i yeah i know you steven spin on the radio Mm -hmm. z95 right in corpus so i mean from the radio to obviously clubs and you know it's not unfamiliar for you to travel, but what is that like now as El Dusty performs? Is it kind of different? It's a little different. I mean, it, it's gone from, you know, DJing from like 9 to 2.30 to in the morning yeah. to DJing for 45 minutes or an hour or even, you know, like at the, you know, it's come a couple of these shows that we've been doing. It's just like, dude, we go and play two songs literally. And yeah. it's like, dude, why are you even <laughs> go up there, you know? But like, you know, it, it makes sense. You know, you're promoting your brand and you're pushing all these things that, that everybody says every single day on Facebook, you know? And uh-huh. so you got to follow those rules because that's what Facebook <laughs> told you to do. That's what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, uh, um, it's different, you know? Uh, playing for an hour is cool. And then it's something I noticed is like a lot of people play a lot of old stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I, I always call it like tourist music. But you go somewhere and, and, and it's like, uh, you just hear like old songs that you would think like, dude, I would never play that. But then you're like, <laughs> as soon as he dropped it you're like damn <laughs> you know <laughs> what the heck yeah but uh for for the l dusty sets it's it, it, th- that's what i've been kind of noticing it uh, like i can i've been able to watch a lot of different people you know and d- see how people do the things in the festivals and stuff like that and how different it is in different in different places you know right and uh for my thing is like you know i try to play a, a couple of you know cumbia tracks things edits that i've made or, or rap songs that i feel like are really dope and and make a remix out of them or, or find remixes that friends have done and stuff like that and just jam you know like push really push the music that like i'm trying to f- push for that hour you know right, right. i'll throw a couple of cool songs in there that that are that i'm feeling at the time or whatever but um for the most part in the you know it's 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 a lot of like my own edits or my own music that's what i want it to be but i'm really a dj man and i just like playing what people you know i like seeing the reaction you know so like that's it'll start as a l dusty set and all of a sudden at the end of the night i'm playing you know like drake and future and it's your inner dj yeah yeah i want to go here to kill it yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean you know but then i mean that's what's fun man because then people remember you know like oh dude i remember you were playing all this you know street shit with with cumbia and like this yeah. and that and you just dropped it and it's like yeah all right you get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know throughout your whole studio i mean there's tons of stuff in here um <laughs> if there's any piece of hardware that you would never let go of what what would that be <sighs> my laptop <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean laptop man i mean you you can't i mean there's that and then i'm not really like a gear junkie or anything uh-huh. you know i have i have the stuff that i need to to work with and that's it, you know. I don't yeah. really have like all this like go to shit. I mean, I used to have. I I would say my MPC, but I'm not really, I'm not really uh, on it as much as I feel like I should be. But I mean, it's just so fast on Ableton, and and you just get it done right away. That you just want to knock it out, you know. And right. And um, 
and and I don't know. I mean, maybe that's limiting in a way, also, you know, because you don't have, you don't hear all. It's it was fun to like make stuff on the NPC too. At the yeah. same time, you know, it was a lot of work and in, into doing these things. And when you created something, it was like, dude, this is dope. You know, this yeah, is the shit that I made. So, and then uh, any piece of software that that you would never let go of, like what's your go to? I mean, for sure, yeah, Ableton. Yeah, I'm feeling Ableton. No yeah. doubt. Are you still using Reason at all? Yeah, I, I use Reason on like I, you know, I saw it. I use a rewire right right and i'll take synths from there or, or uh, there was like a time when i was just using reason and mm-hmm. and all these i collected like this crazy amount of rex files and like so i don't really like the way they play in ableton so i use reason to play them and then or chop them up and do stuff with them and then i'll just record them onto ableton and right and and mix it in there so I sent out a tweet earlier, or a message, and uh, I asked if anyone had any questions uh, for right. you, and we had a couple uh, responses. Uh, Matt Sanzala, who was actually uh, a guest uh, on the show last time, <laughs> he uh, he made a comment and asked, um, how have you seen downtown Corpus change in uh, the past 15 years? have nothing to do with music. <laughs> 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 nah, uh, dude, I mean, Matt's cool, man. You know, he always has some deeper uh, meaning. meaning yeah, to- yeah. It was like a, <laughs> yeah, man, that was totally him. Like, ask a question that's not even on the, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but like, um, dude, it's been, it's changed. I mean, me and JoJo were here 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, had a little studio in the, in the Nueces building, and then they kicked everybody out, and they were like, we're building lofts here, you know, and the, there was no apartments at that time. It was, you know, downtown was buzzing, but then it's just like completely died out, you know, like everybody moved, all the clubs closed, um, and so it's just turned into a ghost land and we were just here kind of roughing it out but we weren't really trying to like make money or anything we we're just making music and stuff and so um we were there for a long time and then uh they built the lofts and we and we found us you know we found produce about seven years ago so um but it, it, it's gone up and down you know and and now it's on its way back up uh you know we're building up our building little by little and and uh we see all these things come up today this dude just came next door where it's been people haven't been there for since i've been here for like about probably like five years ago was the last time there was a tenant in there and uh, these dudes just moved in and they were like oh we're opening up a skate shop and i was like oh yeah right you know and then our friend yvonne's down the street she's got a salon you know all these bars are popping up everywhere and i mean it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come back man it's gonna we're gonna be like right in the middle of it so yeah it's gonna be cool and I mean, even on the tip that, you know, Matt's talking about, I guess even, you know, the Dia de los Muertos mm-hmm. festival that you got going on, mm-hmm. Art Walk, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's definitely something that's new and refreshing from, mm-hmm. you know, I would, oh, obviously 15 years ago, but yeah. that's pretty dope. Yeah, man, that stuff is, that, I mean, it's, it drives it. And every, every Art Walk, there's, you know, thousands of people here, every, right. every festival that people throw, they're always supporting it. So it's good to see everybody kind of come out and, and try to at least like, you know, when there is something for people to do, they, they support it big time, you know, right. and, and you see people, I mean, we have a scene in our downtown and stuff like that. And you see like the, a lot of the same heads. And so, you know, it's good. And now we're seeing a lot more new people. So it's, it's really, it's really happening. Oh yeah. Uh, so another question, uh, DJ demo from Houston, he mentioned, uh, you know, in the beginning, the early days, uh, it, uh, it fascinated him. He's from South Texas as well. And, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, pre-internet, uh, there was just kind of, you know, the Cumbia All-Stars, OGs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess he's asking, um, who are your influences and, um, and you know, kind of do your twist on, on what Cumbia is? Um, well, 
Uh, I've always kind of like been around like you know AB and and all those kind of and all those cats. You know, they're he's from like a, a, the neighbor. He had a he used to live like in my neighborhood and stuff. Uh, and and um, we. And, and we've always, you know, the corpus is so small that you see somebody like that come and they really stick out. So you like get to watch them. And as a kid, it was just like, dude, this dude's like, you know, ha- it's happening for this dude. You know, he's yeah. becoming a producer. He's, they're producing hits, you know, and, and you see the, them kind of make it, you know, and it was pretty, it was really inspiring. So definitely, you know, AB and those guys were a, a big influence on on me right? Um, making stuff. But um, bu- as far as like building Cumbia, um I mean, I had always kind of, kind of mess with it just because it's just like the sound here, you know, and mm-hmm. and I would always throw percussion in a lot of my beats and stuff like that, and um, all my rap stuff had uh, always has a lot of percussion, um, and 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 I feel like that music is just really percussive driven, so it it fit, it fit a lot with me, and I I don't know, I just wanted to make that kind of stuff. I I feel like it's groovy every time you drop a cumbia song in a, in a DJ set, like even if it's like a traditional one, you definitely feel it and. And, and people move and, and you know it, 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 people start dancing or whatever and it's it's cool man you know so I just I, that's the music that I really love and, and I want to like keep making that kind of stuff so uh, I mean you know I'm not, I'm not I'm I'm cool with being that dude you know <laughs> yeah and I mean was there a certain point like or like a switch where you're like oh hell yeah this is me I'm gonna run with this shit well yeah I mean there was one track uh, that when, when we started like doing the El Sancho project right. um the first beat that we made was like a i mean it wasn't a cumbia song you know it mm. had like it had congas and stuff like that and we kept calling it a cumbia you know because we were just like we loved that kind of style but i mean dude we didn't know how to make cumbia it was me and my homie steve just making beats and and and, and it was in the mpc you know it was like an old like uh nazareth rock sample and we just chopped it up so much that it became like this little thing and and then my girlfriend came in and sessi and she was just like this isn't a cumbia. They're like you're not, you're not playing it right now. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? It has a cowbell and like it has this. And she was just like, nah, man. She kind of schooled me to like the rhythm and the way the bass should be played. And mm-hmm. and from there it was just like, whoa, like okay, that's how it goes, you know. And then we, I, I built my own kind of sound, you know, and and cumbia style, you know. what I mean, so I, I, I had a that I think that that song was like, this is what I want to try to do, man. Right. You know. It had the cool reggae skank. It had the the hip hop drums, you know, and it had the the weedles and the and the congas and stuff. So it was like, man, this is like what I want, you know. Yeah, I like this sound. And then it just pew, boom ran yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. And right. I mean, dude, that song was remade. You know, that first version of that song does not sound like the last version, but it it doesn't sound very much different. But it, the groove is a lot different in the in the in the sounds, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it it morphed after we started learning how to do it, the whole deal, you know. So how do you how do you go about uh, personally I guess just balancing everything from I know you're still rocking you know the whole Master Blaster project mm-hmm. and I don't does DJ Dust even DJ anymore or is it just still Dusty? <laughs> I mean like, it's just Dusty. I mean yeah. what, Dusty's my name, so I right, mean, it's yeah. just like uh, there was another DJ Dust guy like in uh, uh, Europe somewhere, and um, you know I just I mean he, I was like you know what I'm just gonna start new. Right. Um, I always wanted to have like a cool name or whatever, and it just never happened, man. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna use my name, and that's it. That's yeah. gonna be my name. Yeah, and yeah. I'll throw an L in front of it, or you can call me DJ Dusty or Dusty or whatever. You know, I don't care. But as long as my name is there, like that's just like I mean, that's who I am, and that's just like that's what I am. You know, yeah. I can't be some cool, crazy alter ego. But I mean, that's that's just my alter ego comes on when I when I hit the stage. Yeah, you know? totally. I see that. I mean, if anyone hasn't seen Dusty perform live, I mean. 
the the true beast is unleashed when you know when, when it's time to go that's for sure uh so you <laughs> so you mentioned uh produce earlier yeah you want to talk a little bit about that like who yeah what's yeah the, the story the, behind the, that i mean we're a crew of dudes from here in corpus that just kind of all met through a, a guy named david and um a bunch of dudes like you know have visions of of this is what we want our city to be like or this is the kind of stuff that i want to be doing and and we surrounded ourselves with these guys and uh we we came together in this building that has a bunch of i mean this is we have our whole a whole building you know it has a bunch yeah. of different rooms a bunch of different spaces we have an art gallery we have a a store we have a, a after school program for kids going on it's called chica's rock um we had a turntable school here for a long time and which is going to come back but we just you know had to put it on hiatus since my schedule got a little hectic mm-hmm. and then um and then we, you got the studio up here we, you know i mean it's, it's dope man you know and and, and we just all kind of have the same ideas and we have this really similar tastes and so um it's gotten to the point now where it's just like i don't even have to say what i want and these dudes just kind of like already know you know yeah. what we're gonna do you know like they'll tell me like nah we gotta do it like this and they're like all right that's exactly what i want to do yeah. thanks, <laughs> thanks for thinking it up for me man appreciate yeah. it how do you feel with the importance of uh you know surrounding yourself with good productive people it's gotta be you have to yeah i mean dude yeah you have to have a support system you have to have other dudes other people around i say dudes but i mean dudes and 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 women and everything you know dudes is just a general term right (laughs) (laughs) but uh you gotta have a support system man i mean it's like a family and everything you know but it to be creative it's good to see you know to do something and then to see somebody next to you that go like yo that's dope and then the and the fact that they really know what they're talking about and and you really respect their opinion is like really rewarding you know and and it and it makes you want to do a lot more stuff so um and then and then to see what they do to your thing, you know, like like my, like Aaron or Fang, my, my my homies that do art, I tell them like, hey, you know, this is a song that I'm doing, and this is the idea I have for the for the for the art or whatever. And then most of the time, they just toss my ideas out the window and they just do their own thing. So, but I mean, dude, I mean, I can't complain. I I love all the stuff that they do, and and I mean, that's just you know, they they know what I like. I I mean, they. You know they and so it, it's kind of like it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing you know yeah so they kind of tell you no we heard everything you said but this is what you're, <laughs> this is what you're really thinking <laughs> yeah yeah and then it ends up being exactly what i wanted anyway yeah. after all the arguments but you know that's what it is no nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah man i mean the, we, we all finish each other's work you know we, we toss around a lot of projects and and i mean you know i kind of dabble a little bit in design too so i kind of once they're you know, Aaron's kind of done doing his thing. I'll kind of take a poke at it and then he'll go back and then they're clean it up. And, you know, Fang's got to move something around and he'll do it. And, and Carlos up there with the videos and stuff like that or, or editing something. I mean, you know, everybody, put, it's like a machine, a small machine that's just getting started, you know, and we're kind of just helping each other push and push and push. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the album. Like, what's the, what's the details? What are the story? And, uh, you know, the whole record deal? Like, what, what's the whole? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got the, the deal with Universal. Um, they started a club, I mean, a, a record label called After Club. And it's kind of like their EDM uh, chapter, you know? Right. And I was one of the first artists put out with, like, Gelapasa and, and uh, Trapanetta. Those were, like, the, I think Trapanetta was actually the first track on that label. And so that's that's what we're kind of doing is pushing that new after club label and 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 representing that wherever we go and and through our videos and songs and stuff like that you know they're they're our, they're kind of like our support system for the label um and so 
now you know i've had a couple i had a singles thing going on and now i'm I'm working on my album and and we're you know just trying to nail i'm trying to finish up those like 20 songs that i just want to sort through and just kind of say all right well let's let's see what these see what we can do with some of these and put out an album i want to try to i mean i have all these ideas of what i want to do i want to try to do a vinyl and i want to do a tape and i want to do all this kind of stuff so i i mean i don't even think that those things matter anymore as far as record sales i think it's more like a marketing thing you know it's like here's you know i think that people who kind of follow me or 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 into like the vinyl digging culture or something like that might be kind of turned on by the fact that i want to put it on a tape and they see it and that they see that that um that presentation and they're like dude this is cool like yeah i can get down to this you know nice so i want to talk about adversity a little bit um i know we all go through some shit and Mm -hmm. uh you know and it's just that you know that fight whether you you know you push through it and you keep going or you kind of you know you let life fucking you know knock you out for a minute and i know like i think it was last year i think you lost your mom yeah uh well it was uh uh, two years ago two years ago right and um and I, I know this is you yeah. know, a tough subject to talk about, but I think it's just important because, you know, we all go through shit mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lot harder, uh, you know, for someone to go through it or fight through it yeah. than, than other people. Yeah. Um, how did you or maybe you still fight through that struggle like to give it 100% and more? Because obviously you do. I mean, I, I don't yeah. see anything you've changed. Uh, like Man, at the time, like, you know, that was when like everything was getting started, you know? So yeah. I was... Uh, it, it just kind of happened you know out of, out of nowhere and and um you know my dad's a quadriplegic so my mom was w- like his caretaker and, and doing everything for him so everybody was just kind of like wow what are we gonna do you know like and so it was really hard to like go and like be on the road and stuff like that and and i was just being get i had just like got a manager and all this kind of things i mean everything was just like happening all at once and then that happened and i was just like shit you know like yeah so we started doing a bunch of shows and stuff like that so it i mean it helped like to keep my mind off of it but at the same time dude, it's like like man you know like that was like the biggest thing that's ever happened to me you know but it uh it it, it affected me a lot i mean it, it made me want to like it made me really take it serious and be like dude like you only have like one chance to do this thing you know what i mean you don't really get a chance to fuck up like what you're doing so if you have this deal now use it to like its fullest potential you know because you don't know what can happen you know you don't know what can happen and not not just in life but like in your circumstance you know like i could get dropped tomorrow and then you know yeah it's not the end of the world i'm just gonna keep fucking moving you know and keep putting out albums but you can't look at it like everything's just like you know nothing stops you know at once you have to keep it moving so but I mean, it's dude, it was hard, man. I mean, we were just like all the time going through shit with, with, uh, you know, emotional, emotional things here and there and, and, and being on the road, it was really rough. And all my friends kind of knew, you know, Milk was helping me out the whole time and, and, right. and my girl and stuff. So it was, it was cool, man. I had a, I had a, a good, I have a, I have a good team, a good family, a good support system that kind of keeps me in line. So it, it, uh, it definitely helped, but, um, you know, it 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 was inspiring to like, you know, realize like, dude, this something thing don't nothing lasts forever, you know. So, um, you gotta really take advantage and really do, give it a hundred percent every single time because, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, I I have a hard time sleeping. I'm just like, dude, I have so many ideas. I want to do so many things all the time, you know, because of that. Like, I just want to, I just want to do stuff all the time, you know, and 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 I'm kind of like obsessed with that, you know, like trying different things and you know, and so I don't know, man. I mean, it it's hard, but you gotta keep it. You gotta keep going. And I mean, that's what she would want, you know, is for me to 
to keep it moving. So yeah, so nah. I mean, I know that's you know it's tough for everybody, but uh, I you know I thank you for that. I appreciate yeah, it. Man, you know? yeah, yeah. So going back to the momentum of everything right now, this this kind of has to feel kind of different, right? I mean, you know, fans. I mean, the support of Corpus. Like, how, how <laughs> yeah. does that feel right now? It's pretty awesome, man. I mean, um, just recently, um, you know, like the paper here kind of ran my thing and and uh the news and all that shit i guess they just kind of caught wind of what i was doing i mean i'm not the type of person that's just like bragging about what i do all the time and right. and, and i mean that that's also like one of my biggest downfalls is because i miss out on a lot of opportunities because i don't tell people what i do you know and um but uh you know they caught wind of it um and uh i mean you could definitely see feel the reaction the difference here in corpus you know where when I'm going somewhere and somebody, you know, recognizes me or whatever. And, but I mean, that's the, that's kind of like the, the, like, that was kind of like the true test for me is like, if I'm, am I doing, <laughs> am I doing stuff or what? I mean, I go to LA and stuff like that. And we always, you know, people, it's, it's being pushed out over there, you know, and, and people go to the shows and they remember and they, you know, and, uh, and it, lately it's been kind of like I've been playing a lot out, more out there than out, than out here, you know? So it's cool to be like, now it's like the people are noticing, oh, dude, he's playing over there, you know, like after three or four years of going out, you know, yeah. I mean? like, but it's cool, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a new, it's definitely new for me. Um, and, and, you know, I'm just kind of like, let, you know, taking it in and, and enjoying what I can, not um, letting it like get to me or whatever in any way, but just kind of being cool and, and trying to, you know, everybody who comes around that wants to know, learn something or, or, or you know, wants to, do stuff in the studio. I mean, I'm always, the door is always open for everybody and, and I'm always having people come in and, and, and do stuff, you know, and we all, I'm all collaborating with everybody, kids and all kinds of shit, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't think I'll ever change or anything like that necessarily. I think I'm too old for that already, but, um, I just, uh, it's, it's cool. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a cool thing. And, and I, but I'm also glad that I live in Corpus and I don't have to like, you know, even if I do kind of like, blow up a little bit more you know it's kind of cool i can come home and it's kind of chill and people are used to me and you know i don't have to you know be all i actually wanted to kind of touch on that like as far as giving back gratitude like um that importance of like helping others like since i've known you dude mm -hmm. i mean you you fucking give me the shirt off your back dude like you i see it everywhere i mean like yeah. you said it yourself little kids whoever you're making beats mm. Where, did that come from anywhere in particular like oh, were man. you taught this my, way yeah, this yeah. Way. i mean my my parents are like that man my mom mm. and dad are like my mom was always like my friends and like pete random people were just always at my house you know mm. like and she would just make everybody food and like that was her thing and she was like a host she was always at home with my pops you know so she would always host people you know and and she was a really good host she was always like uh you know like i said making food playing music she was like, really funny you know what i mean so it was it was cool and i and i feel like i did get a lot of that from her um being able to host people in my studio and i like people to come over over here and 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 feel comfortable like do whatever you want you know what i mean like and and ask whatever you want and like whatever i have on my computer feel free to use it and and you know that's just how she was and that's how that's how we're, all of our all of us are in our, in our family you know so i think that that definitely came from there um and i and i don't mind showing people how to do stuff either you know or sharing mp3s i mean i gave homies you know all my logins to all my dj pools and you know i give everybody all my tracks and i'm not like you know this is that's just how i am you know i enjoy sharing things you know yeah that's awesome um any inspirations right now musically who you're kind of 
digging? Man, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, always, you know, Diplo's always killing it. Um, Happy Colors is like really cool. I, I love working with Happy. Um, I love working with Milk. Uh, I'm inspired by like a lot of my friends. Um, just, I don't know, man. All the rap that's out right now is really cool. Um, not lyrically, but beat wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I I like everything, man. I like all kinds of music, even country music and stuff. You know, where I I thought I would never like it. I mean, just start, you know, being a producer and stuff like that. You kind of learn to appreciate different kinds of music, and country is definitely one of those. Like, that's a real song. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the sure. real deal. That so. dude meant that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it, and that's what I want, man. I want people to feel like that when they hear my stuff. You know, yeah. like. That dude really partied on this song. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> for sure. He really went crazy. Is there anyone that you haven't worked with that you would like to? Um, I, I'd like to work with like DJ Shadow and, and like kind of see what, or a cut chemist and kind of see what kind of things that we could like, you know, show them the kind of samples that I do, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and the kind of things that records that I look for and stuff like that. And those are, those are kind of like inspirations for me, you know what I mean? So nice. I, I'd like to see what kind of things that we could, what kind of things they would flip out, like how they would flip the samples that I use, right, you know, or right. something. Um, so what's coming up for El Dusty in 2016? Any projects? Obviously the album. I got booked for a really big show. I don't know. I can't, I can't really say it like, until like tomorrow or the next day, but, um, it, you know, that, <laughs> and then like uh, a bunch of touring, a bunch of, a bunch of releases uh, and like a lot of collaborations, man. You know, like yeah. I want to, I want to just, keep working with different people and keep getting different people's energies and stuff and, and, and using it. Cool, man. Well, I mean, dude, I'm extremely humble, dude. I mean, you're such a nice dude, talented dude, hardworking dude. Thanks, um, and yeah. I, I mean, I and see you, it. Uh, you all, you also, <laughs> we're <laughs> also very humble and very cool and always, you know, dude, we're always passing shit back and forth. Yeah, so for that's sure. Cool. I appreciate that, man. Um, I see, I mean, obviously I see you're influenced by a lot, from, you know, from, you know, Miami bass to cumbia to hip hop to mm -hmm. reggae to, mm -hmm. I see you all soak it up. And something you said earlier, um, I know you kind of like, what, whatever you go through in life, you learn and you make it your own and you mm -hmm. apply it to everything else. And I, th I think that's really dope. And um, yeah. if there's any words of advice you could say to any, you know, upcoming producers or DJs, like what, what would you just kind of directly let them know? Uh, I say find what you want to do and stick with it. You know, like, like five, if you want to try to, you know, try to make this kind of stuff, you know, master it. Or if you want to try to get on a program, master that program, you know, don't be, I, I'm, and I'm, I'm the worst example of this, but like the, I can do a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and not necessarily the master of anything, you know what I mean? And that kind of sucks, you know, like it's good to know one thing. And that's really something I, I, that's helped me in the past, like in these past couple of years is just like focus on ableton you know what i'm right. saying don't lose track of what all these things you know i've seen all these programs come out and different things there was another program that came out that was kind of like ableton and i really wanted to check it out and then i was like dude i'm wasting my time you know what i mean yeah. like i need to focus on just this and learn every single thing i can about just this and yeah. and, and use it you know and, and 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 that's what i do is i try to focus on one thing and 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 learn it and master it and, and use that to make whatever i can yeah, and I'm and I'm sure something else is gonna come along, uh, you know. Eventually, I'm way too ADD to to <laughs> not. But I mean, you know, it, it definitely helps to try to to try to focus. Awesome for sure. Uh, El Dusty on Facebook and IG, DJ Dust on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Check him out on Vivo, YouTube. 
uh, any other social links or uh, websites you want to share? Before LDusty.com, ProduceGoods.com, um, LocalsOnly.com. You know, yeah. so. Right on, man. Well, El Dusty, appreciate it, man. Thank, Thank you. you, man. Thanks for coming through. Finally. Finally. Hit the studio. We made it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Peace. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of On Mindset. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're going to end out the show with Dusty's latest single called Cumbia Anthem. And we'll see you next time with another creative artist on Mindset. Me parece que te vi bailando un día 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 Me parece que te vi b